Time now for our JDSA Law Talk with the good folks over at JDSA Law in Wenatchee. Well, divorce, it's a long and difficult road leading up to the decision to divorce. But once the decision's made, you'll need a detailed plan to help you move on to the next chapter in your life in the smoothest possible way. Here to make sense of divorce mediation, we're again speaking with Mike Vanier of JDSA Law. Good to have you back here. Hi, Clint. Good to be here. All right. So give me an idea. When we talk about mediation, what exactly is the goal of mediation? What are we talking about here? Well, with mediation, you're trying to avoid going to trial. And in a mediation, you're trying to reach an agreement that both sides can live with. Okay. Can mediation work well with couples who are amicable in their divorce proceedings, if it's acrimonious, or in both situations, mediation can find a place? Well, I think mediation can find a place in both those situations. It's definitely easier to work mediation if the parties get along than if they're hostile towards each other. All right. So mediation, uh, the mediator essentially is a neutral third party um, who helps both spouses work together. I understand that. So then how exactly does a well-trained mediator do what they do? Well, mediators are trained to do what they do, and typically they're lawyers who've had a lot of years of experience in litigation, um, because if you don't succeed in litigation, or sorry, in mediation, then the next step is continuing with the litigation. So the experienced litigator will know what's coming down the line and can kind of uh, warn the parties about what that looks like. So if you have a mediator, do you need an attorney as well? You should have an attorney. Um, if it's a really basic case where there aren't many assets, it's a short-term marriage, then I think you can go mediate yourself. But if it's a situation where it's a longer-term marriage and you have a significant amount of assets and you've got kids, then I, I think you need to get a lawyer. And obviously, once you've come to an agreement, it's good to have that lawyer look over that agreement, not only an extra set of eyes, but an extra set of legally trained eyes. Right. And you can have mediations here in Wenatchee, but typically what happens is that you go to a settlement conference that's presided over by a judge. And that's kind of unique to Chelan County, because what Chelan County does is when it schedules a trial date in a divorce case, it also schedules a settlement conference date. And the judge that is assigned as your trial judge doesn't get to be the settlement conference judge. That's a separate judge because of the whole confidentiality thing that's associated with mediations and settlement conferences. So essentially in Chelan County, you get a free mediator who's a judge who's got lots and lots of experience in family law cases. So will the mediator, even though the mediator is a mediator, maybe a judge, the mediator doesn't necessarily hear evidence and make rulings like a judge in that capacity? Right. In a mediation or a settlement conference, the mediator or the judge presiding over the settlement conference don't have any decision-making authority. They are just there to try and help people reach an agreement. Okay. And you touched on something that I want to get a little bit of clarification on. With mediation discussions, those are or aren't part of the court record? They're not part of the court record. They're intentionally confidential because... Um, you've got people that uh, are in a situation in a mediation where they might be uncomfortable disclosing things in a mediation um, that they wouldn't if it wasn't confidential. Uh, I don't know if I made that very clear or not, but uh, basically you want the parties to be free to say whatever will help them reach an agreed solution. In so many words, if both parties need to address things that they want, they mutually want to remain behind closed doors, they can do so within the process of mediation. Right. And, and uh, in a settlement conference or in a mediation, 
anything that is said during that process can't be used later in the litigation. There is a perception out there that mediation is pretty expensive. It, does that hold water? Uh, it, it's not expensive if you compare it to ongoing litigation. With a mediation, you can get a mediator, you know, they'll pay them $300 an hour. Um, they have to read the material ahead of time because you want the mediator educated uh, on the issues that the mediator has to help resolve. So each side will send a packet to the mediator, the mediator will review it, and then you get together for three, four, six, seven hours, however long it takes. But if you don't succeed at mediation, then you're back into the litigation with the exchange of documents, discovery, motions, and then a trial. Way more expensive. Now, keep in mind, this is actually going to be a two-part series. We're going to catch up with Jordan Miller next week uh, with JDSA Law and, and talk more about this, delve deeper into this issue. But from what we covered so far, as far as parting thoughts are concerned, anything you want to add, anything that we missed? Well, I think that mediation or a settlement conference is really useful because then you get to dictate the outcome. You don't go to a courtroom where a judge has a day or two days to listen to basically what your life is and, and then make a decision that will have a significant impact on your future going forward. He is Mike Vanier with JDSA Law in Wenatchee. If anyone wants any more information or they just want to talk, where can they contact you? They can reach me at 662-3685 or my email address is Mike. V as in Victor at jdsalaw.com. And of course, you can see them online at jdsalaw.com. Always a pleasure, Mike. Thank you, Clint.